time for the first time since 2004 the Tampa Bay Lightning take a 2-0 victory today against the Dallas Stars to secure the Stanley Cup the second in franchise history Uh, for anybody joining us and you may be new to the channel my name is Will Paulson alongside Matt Perry Uh, this is GM's for hire we're bringing you the final edition of the 2020 Stanley Cup Uh, as the Lightning were able to pull it off tonight a 2-0 victory as mentioned Andre Vasilevsky with a shutout um, and the Lightning able to find uh, a couple holes in the net and able to get past Kudobin, and ultimately that's all you need. And so, uh, Matt, I mean, you're down there in Tampa, so I'm, uh, unfortunately I'm not down there anymore, so I can only imagine what the energy's like down there. Oh, yeah, it, it's, it's absolutely electric, uh, almost like Lightning, you could say. Um, you know, it's really big for the city of Tampa. Uh, it, it's been a long time since Tampa's had – a sports team win a championship, not counting the Tampa Bay Storm or anything like that. A major sports team. You know, the Rays came close in 08. The Lightning came close to 2015. But, you know, the city of Tampa has not felt something like this in quite a while. And I know for a lot of people, 2020 has been a tough year. But, you know, this has to make you feel a little bit better. Um, I- I'm so proud of every single player on the Lightning. You know, they've been through so much, coming so close, but yet so far every year. And just, you know, the payoff, it's just such a good feeling. It's unrivaled by anything else in the world. I'm, I'm on cloud nine with this whole thing. You know, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, the first major championship for Tampa Bay since the lightning one in 04. Uh, So it feels good that the lightning are back to being Stanley cup champions. And you mentioned 2015 for the, for the Tampa Bay lightning. And uh, back then was like the first real taste of what this team could be. And, I, I especially, uh, you know, being a fan for this team for so long, uh, whenever the Lightning got to the Stanley Cup final in 2015 against the Chicago Blackhawks, they weren't able to pull it out. But I think it was the uh, just the glimpse of what could be, because uh, back then we had a young core, a very, very young core, one of the youngest in hockey. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky was just getting his first couple of games as a netminder as Ben Bishop went down and he got to play a little bit in the Stanley Cup. Uh, this team has matured so much since 2015, uh, a couple of key additions here and there, especially this season. But for the most part, that core has remained the same. A lot of turnover from 2015 to 2020, a lot of the, the core main pieces have been there. And I'm, I can't imagine uh, growing the locker room together. And it always seems like there was always that one missing piece, but at least this year, Tampa was able to find a way to put it all together. Yeah, they say Rome wasn't built in a day, and in the Lightning's case, it took about five, six years. You know, the Lightning were very lucky to have a great farm system uh, with the Syracuse Crunch, and I believe over half the team um, this year came from the Syracuse Crunch. Guys like Johnson, Palat, Kucherov, Braden Point, Vasilevsky, and and many others, Kalorn, Sorelli, Gord, you know, they've all been down there, uh, and they've all had to work their way up, and I think having that group of guys make their way up over a set of years. I think it's great for chemistry. I think it just proves how fantastic the farm system is and, you know, really pay dividends for the lightning. Um, you know, it took a different GM. It took Steve Eiserman leaving and going to uh, Julian Brisebois and making some acquisitions. Uh, Blake Coleman, his goal in uh, 
in this game, kind of put it away, made it 2 nothing. Beautiful goal there. Uh, Barkley Goodrow, he, he was on one of the best lines of the playoffs. Um, he provided a lot, maybe not on the score sheet, but definitely on both sides of the puck. Uh, yeah, just, you know, it, it doesn't take, you know, it, it can't happen in just a year. And I know I'm rambling now, but, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that we have this kind of system going. And, you know, this could very much, very well be the start of a dynasty. You know, I've mentioned it multiple times to you off the air and maybe even once or twice on air. Uh, if the Lightning didn't pull it out this year, it would really start to look like the dynasty that could have never been. Um, it, it definitely seemed like uh, that that young core, obviously, as time goes on, they're going to get older. They're all still fairly, fairly young. They're definitely one of, still one of the youngest teams in hockey. But uh, this seemed to be the year that it could have been done. And it, it just seemed like if this year got away from them, uh, it, it, it could have been a lot of lost hope. But you mentioned two names there, Barclay Goodrow and Blake Coleman. And I think we can all agree, and I think all Tampa Bay Lightning fans can agree, that ever since 2015 and moving forward, you know, though the Lightning have made it deep into the playoffs in every run but last year, um, I think the one thing that Tampa Bay has been missing is a forecheck. Uh, they've definitely been lacking whenever it comes to size and uh I would, for lack of a better term, I'll say bully ball. Uh, they, they've been very young, uh, very small, very fast, a very uh, scrappy team and, uh, you know, very technical whenever it comes to it. But they never really had those guys to really uh, get up against the, the fourth liners or the third liners of other teams. And so they take a beating in a lot of senses. But uh, additions of Barclay Goodrow, Blake Coleman, Patrick Maroon. I mean, these are all players that were brought in within the last season or two. And I mean, these additions have obviously, I mean, they, they've they've proven wonders for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, that was clearly a goal uh, of Julian Brisebois in the offseason and during this year to definitely bring in some more physical prowess. And, you know, we've had guys like Paquette in the past who who can definitely lay the body on, but you know, one guy's not going to do it for you. And, and that's exactly what Breezebois did. It was he brought those guys in and they kept up, you know, um, I'm pretty sure this entire series, they out hit the stars. Uh, they out hit them 40, 37 tonight. Uh, definitely provided that physical presence that was missed in years past. And it, it really showed uh, how, it showed how, uh, what's the word? I'm, I'm missing it here showed how important the physical aspect of the game really is. You know, a lot of teams can have those third or fourth lines that really kind of the, – they'll, they'll prove to be uh, a pain for the top lines of other teams. And I think that's kind of where the Lightning came around to this year. I mean, multiple times during the Stanley Cup, if not every time, the Lightning went out with their third line to start, uh, which is the, the group of Barclay, Goodrow, Yanni Gord, and uh, I want to say Blake Coleman as the other one, uh, a, a very physical line. Even Yanni Gordon, though not not lighting up the stat sheet like he uh, you know he can, but uh, he was a very he had a very physical presence in, in in the Stanley Cup. I mean, a lot of times he's fighting for pucks in his own zone, uh, fighting for pucks in the defensive zone. It just seemed like uh, these bottom lines for Tampa Bay were almost like gnats. You know, they 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 just weren't going away. They're just pissing you off the whole time and uh, ultimately able to pull one out for Tampa, which is uh, absolutely huge. But uh, going on to another point for the Tampa Bay Lightning, I mean, obviously 
the the two names that stand out when it comes to it are Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov. Uh, the the tandem has been absolutely electric all playoffs, alongside Victor Hedman as well, who ended up winning the Conn Smythe. Uh, you know, absolutely huge gameplay from both of these players, uh, both over 30 points, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in the Stanley Cup playoff. Uh, and, and another goal today for Braden Point, uh, where he gets his own rebound and able to sink it and get the scoring going for Tampa Bay. Uh, I I don't know if the Tampa Bay Lightning fans can speak enough on Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point. Yeah, and you mentioned the Conn Smythe and Victor Hedman winning it. The Lightning had about five different players that could have won the Conn Smythe. I mean, you got Hedman, you got uh, Point and Kucherov, like you said, both go over 30 points. You got a guy like Vasilevsky who played every second of the playoffs. He was arguably one of the most important players out there. And then there's a whole, you know, slew of guys that kind of had bits and pieces there, and it, it's all a team effort that comes together. But, yeah, they are very important to this team. I'm, I'm glad uh, they're in a place where we can have them for uh, quite some time. They're both very young. Um, and, yeah, watching them grow is fantastic. Kucherov coming off an MVP award, I want to say, last season right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then I, I honestly see it in points future. If he keeps playing like this, I mean, if that guy stays healthy, he's, he's going to be a danger to the rest of the league, not just, not just the stars. It, it's looking, it's looking bright. The future is for the lightning. And I mean, it has been since 2015 really, but honestly it just keeps getting better. I was actually kind of shocked to see that Braden point didn't win the con Smythe, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, whenever they were announcing the Conn Smythe, I want to say they said Victor Hedman had the most goals in Stanley Cup uh, playoff history for a defenseman. Uh, if, uh, if I'm second. Second most? That's what it was. Uh, I, I knew he was up there. It's, um, it's actually uh, it's third. I'm sorry. Um, Paul Coffey in 1985 had 12. Uh, Brian Leach, back when the Rangers were making their cup runs, I want to say like 1994 or something, he had 11 and then Hedman had 10. Uh, but that, that's some great company. Yeah, definitely. 100%. I mean, Victor Hedman, uh, always in the top for the for the Norris. He's always up there for uh, one of the best defensemen in the league. Uh, he's he's always up there. Uh, and I'm sure Tampa fans also, of course, they got to love him as well. Um, we should talk about go... the defense. Let's talk about the that... defense. I, I mean, interrupt, but we, uh, let's talk about the defense for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, speaking of Victor Hedman, we'll, we'll start with the, we'll, we'll talk about the defense as a whole. I mean, Ryan McDonough coming over from the Rangers a couple of seasons ago, keeping him along. Uh, they have such a young gun and Mikhail Sergachev, who's just a, he just a very uh, shot heavy. He loves to throw it onto the net. Uh, the addition of Kevin Shattenkirk. I mean, this this team from top to bottom. Whenever it came to defensive, uh, even the addition of Zach Bogosian. I mean, this the the defense. Even though they saw a couple of players cycle in and out throughout the season, you know, Braden Coburn, Luke Shen, uh, everybody involved, Eric Cernok. Uh, I mean, everybody did their part, at least in in my opinion. Yeah, uh, and and moving more specifically to tonight's game, the Lightning held the Stars to only eight shots through two periods. That that is very impressive based on the offense the Stars have. They held guys like Sagan, Ben, Radulov. None of them had very impressive, uh, had a very impressive series. Really, I know Sagan only had like I think one point all series. Same with Ben. Uh, but yeah, that that's not an easy task. And you know, like I said, they outhit them every game and. The defense really stepped up when we needed it most. I uh, wound up out shooting them 29-22. Uh, and, yeah, and like you mentioned, uh, a shot-heavy Sergachev and then 10 goals from Hedman. You know, the, the defense even provided some offense. Or Shattenkirk, the overtime winner a couple games ago, 
yeah, I mean, you can, how much more can you ask from this defense? They were fantastic. Okay, so we've talked about the offense. We've talked about the defense. Time to go to the netminder, Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, the, not the reigning anymore, but the 2019 Vesna Trophy winner. Um, absolutely outstanding goalie. He started to get his, uh, his feet wet with the team back in 2015, as earlier mentioned, whenever Ben Bishop goes down with an injury. He saw some Stanley Cup playoff time in 2015. Uh, and he has been uh, any, anything short of spectacular. I mean, there, there's no words to explain how good he's been. Uh, coming off of game five, uh, going into today's game, with the addition of today's game, he improved to seven and zero this year in the playoffs after coming off of a loss, stopping almost ninety five percent of all shots he has faced coming off of a loss. I mean that is huge because. Uh, especially for a lightning team last year that had a 3-0 lead against the Columbus Blue Jackets and, and managed to get swept out in the first round. It was a David versus Goliath story and David prevailed, but uh, the net mining of Andre Vasilevsky to be able to bounce back from a loss and just be able to play so well. I mean, uh, it, it was just phenomenal. I don't know if I've seen such good goaltending played, especially whenever it comes back to redemption games. Yeah. I mean, there are a few, in this world, like Andre Vasilevsky, uh, you saw Ben Bishop back when he was with the Lightning. Uh, we would have seen him this series if he hadn't been injured. But historically, he wasn't bad in the playoffs. But he was no Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, tonight, Vasilevsky, when it counts most, he gets his first shutout of the playoffs. Um, not he didn't face the most shots that he's faced, but I think this is obviously the best game he played, and it was the most important one. Um, but yeah, Vasilevsky's unreal, and the fact that he's only I want to say he's only, what, like 24, 25? Mm -hmm. um, Somewhere around there. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And hopefully we can lock him up, make him a, our franchise goalie, because, yeah, it, I wasn't his last Vesna trophy either, I'll tell you that. And to think that all of this happened without Steven Stamkos, the captain at the helm, not even in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but for two and a half, 245. Uh, managed to find the back of the net whenever he came in in classic Stamkos fashion. But, um, yeah, I mean, the fact that this team could go and they could rally without their captain. I mean, not an alternate, not, you know, not a third line. This is their captain. This is the, the top guy in Tampa. This is the guy who holds the realm. Uh, and, and without Steven Stamkos, everybody stepped up. Everybody played very well. Um, and I think that just speaks wonders to the depth of this team. Oh, yeah, this, this team's four lines deep, three lines deep defensively. Uh, you know, there, there are a few weak spots in this team. And, you know, I don't think anyone was weak per se in this series. I think everyone played their part, whether on the score sheet or not. But, yeah, doing this without Steven Stamkos just really shows how, how elite this team is. I mean, uh, I know Stamkos was back there providing tons of support. You know, he's still the captain. I know he still had a role in everyday operations for them. But – him not being out on the ice kind of takes a, a piece of that offense away. Uh, but, you know, Stamkos literally did all he could um, in the seven minutes, I believe, he played in that one game. He scored on his third shift. I mean, there are some guys on our roster who didn't score all playoffs, you know, or didn't score for the entire uh, final at least. But Stamkos came in, you know, I'm sure he was still in pain, but he knew he had a job to do. And he, he pushed it to the limit. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to having him healthy next season. I know injuries have been a problem for him, but 
I would like to see another cup where, you know, Stamkos can be out there uh, for an entire playoff and raise it, you know, without the whole kind of, I don't want to call it a pity party, but, you know, under his own power, you know, he, he earned it, of course, over the years, but in a series. Definitely did his part in the regular season too. I mean, obviously it goes without saying, uh, just haven't played uh, prior to, I want to, what, what game did he come in? Game four? Uh, prior to coming in in game four, hadn't played a game since February. It's a lot of time off. Um, and still to come in and score a goal. I mean, if if nothing else, it's got to feel good for Lightning fans to at least see Steven Stamkos out there to at least be a part of it. Uh, you know, he could say that, you know, he, he got minutes in the Stanley Cup. He was just as important as everybody else out there. So, um, and all the players on the Lightning have only, only spoken good words about what Steven Stamkos has been doing for the locker room and the team uh, behind the scenes. You know, the things you wouldn't necessarily see whenever it comes to hyping up the players or getting them ready or mentally prepared, you know, whatever the case may be. But, um, man, just, you know, you and I both being Lightning fans, I mean, this is huge. I mean, this is this is something Tampa's been waiting for for a long time. We've been saying for a long time that Stanley needs a tan, and uh, he's finally going to get it. It's finally coming home to Tampa Bay. Um, and I'd imagine, you know, as, as well as they played, I mean – Ever since 2015, you got to like mentioning. I mean, you got to think that this is a dynasty. A lot of their young core is signed up for quite a, t- a bit of time. Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, um, I want to say Victor Hedman. Uh, I mean, these these players are signed for a while. This could be a very dangerous team, not only now but moving forward. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, like I said, this could be the start of something special, uh, kind of like in 2015. They made it so far, um, but th- this year we finally did it, and I'm, I'm so proud of them, and we're even better than we were in 2015, and that says a lot. So I- I'm expecting big things in the future. Any uh, well, Just to hit on just this game alone, uh, as mentioned, the two goals you had mentioned throughout uh, earlier in the video, uh, two goals going to Braden Point and Blake Coleman, uh, able to take the victory 2-0. Vasilevsky plays absolutely phenomenal, and as mentioned, the defense holds uh, Dallas to only eight shots through two periods. They really piled it on there at the end, but the Lightning were really only playing prevent defense to try to, uh, you know, to try to pre- preserve the shutout for Vasilevsky. Um, and this this game had a lot of game five vibes. I mean, whenever you were looking at it, uh, again, the Lightning outshoot, outhit, uh, even win the majority of faceoffs again, which has only happened twice uh, against the Dallas Stars. They've been absolutely killer whenever it comes to the puck drop. Um, and uh, they even blocked more shots. And then they finally, uh, they got to score on the power play, which is, uh, again, right back to their bread and butter so far in this series. Uh, I had mentioned in my game five recap that that was the big thing that Dallas did was to keep uh, the lightning at even strength or maybe even a man advantage in favor of Dallas. And uh, Dallas could really stand a chance if they did that. But uh, a couple of penalty troubles and and, and then ultimately the power play goal for the lightning. I mean, it it just kind of speaks to what uh, what. Dallas had to do, but unfortunately, they they could not get it done today. Well, unfortunately for Dallas fans, I mean, we're loving it. We, we don't mind, but um, yeah. But uh, overall, I would say uh, probably the best game that they played in this series. Would you agree? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, like I said, the defense really stepped up. Vasilevsky only shut out of the playoffs. Uh, you know, one for three on the power play. I'll take. Uh, we and our penalty kill held Dallas over three on their power play. 
So, yeah, I would say in the most important game of the season, we played our best game. Any closing thoughts going into uh, the, the 2021 season? Uh, they, they say that the earliest that we're looking to start the 2021 season is in December. So uh, it's going to be pushed back a little bit normal because typically uh, the season would be kicking off in just about a week or two. But um, any closing thoughts on, the Tam- on behalf of the Tampa Bay Lightning or anything uh, on such as that? I'm really excited for next season. I hope they can carry the same momentum that they just earned. Uh, I hope everyone can be healthy and stay healthy in time, especially Stamkos. Like I said, I want to see him out there next time we win the cup. Uh, but yeah, overall, I'm just, I'm just really looking forward to more hockey, honestly. So that's it. They, the, this, the NHL has come to an end, at least for this season, it'll come back around sometime uh, at least right now projected to be sometime in December uh, with with how the world is right now there's no telling when exactly it'll be but uh, they're looking right now in December but uh, for Matt Perry and for Will Polson uh, and and for our two other lightning fans RJ Strope and Jamil King you know we're, we're GMs for hire and uh, we're gonna go celebrate we're gonna go we're gonna go party it's it's time to you know we've we've gotten the uh, the formality out of the way and now it's time to to celebrate a Stanley Cup. But your 2020 Stanley Cup winners, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, congratulations to all the boys back home, and uh, we'll we'll see you in the next one. We'll take it easy. Amps, baby, woo, woo. Yeah. <laughs>